0: Welcome to Mom Tips, your essential dose of positive parenting content from the team at mom.com. Is your child spoiled? And what to do if you answered yes? Parents often try to give their kids what they didn't have themselves. From meeting basic needs to planning activities that build confidence, how do you know when it's time to tap the brakes and set boundaries? Educational psychologist Michelle Borba, Ed.D., says that even though we hate seeing our kids unhappy and it's easier to give in to their cries and protests, constant coddling and pampering can be harmful in the long run. Additionally, regularly shielding kids from challenges reduces their chances to build the resilience they'll need later. Here are the signs to look out for, indicating that our kids are highly spoiled and what we can do about it to get them back on track. Red flag one, a child who never accepts no, They expect to get their way, and usually do. They like to be the ones making the conditions and telling the parents no. Red flag two, the gimme more kid. Spoiled kids are desensitized to the effort, expense, and time you put into what you do for them, because it's constant. Your children asking please and responding thank you has been replaced with demands give me and I want. Red flag three, a child who demands I want it all now. Since their own needs and desires are their biggest concern, inconveniencing others isn't on their radar. Parents and caregivers are expected to set priorities aside and start catering to their needs and wants. Red flag four. A child who's all about me, myself, and I. This child feels entitled and expects special favors. If another kid in class gets an MVP sticker, they get upset and say, I deserve it more. Red flag five a child who just can't get enough. No matter how much they acquire, it only drives them to want more. If any of these red flags describes your child, know that the road to unspoiling may be a rocky one. But the good news is, all of these behaviors are learned, so they can be unlearned. Progress will be slow, and most likely met with resistance. But be consistent, and it's definitely possible to undo the damage. First, say no with a reason. When you say no, give a short reason to help the child understand why. You may not even say the word no. For example, try, homework comes before playtime. This way you can have fun without worry. Research shows that kids who are raised with structure and less permissive parenting have higher self-worth and feel more empathy towards others. Second, praise the right things. Praise your kids when they do something for or with another person. For example, You and your classmate did such a great job on that science fair project. Or, Giving your old Lego set to the toy drive was very thoughtful. I love your kind heart. And instead of, What did you get on the spelling test? Ask, Tell me about one nice thing you did for someone today. This reinforces the importance of caring. Model thankfulness. Experts say that practicing gratitude helps children feel happier and helps them better cope with adversity. Where you can, insert moments of gratitude and reflection in your day, and as a parent, model that thinking out loud so they can begin to do the same. Practice waiting. Kids who are able to wait longer in preschool grow into teens whose parents describe them as more academically and socially competent, in addition to verbally fluent, rational, attentive, planful, and able to deal with frustration and stress. So allowing a toddler to wait i.e. not giving them things the exact moment they want them, had long-term positive effects. Model Empathy Parents can help kids consider the feelings of others through modeling or talking things out. For example, after a difficult interaction with a peer, ask your child how their actions made the other child feel and what could have been done to avoid the hurt feelings. That simple step can help your child build empathy and make future choices from a more empathetic place. Model giving back and limit receiving. Find age-appropriate opportunities for kids to give back to their communities, from baking brownies for a buddy to raising funds for a pet rescue. Volunteering to help someone takes the focus off of themselves and helps them see that their world is larger than just them. Parents might also set limits on the value of gifts their kids can receive. Do they really need another gigantic dollhouse or an electric scooter? And consider rehearsing a gift-receiving script, too. No matter the size of a gift, for example, your child might say, Thank you, I really appreciate this. Modeling and practicing this will ensure they use it in later instances, whether you're present or not. Come back tomorrow for more mom tips. Spoken Layer